Hello and welcome back to the Skull Football Talk Show. Today I'm going to be talking about the Vikings defense, basically the starting two teams on it, the starters and then the second team. I'm going to be talking about a little bit of strategy of what they they should be doing like with the rest of the offseason and the draft, and I'm going to be starting a new series where I do this for either offense or defenses on any team that either I get requested to do or any team that I really want or like a team that has that has is in a very tough situation to have a good like season because there's a lot of teams that just don't have any star talent on their offense or defense and so yeah, I'm starting a new series where I just look at different teams and then just strategize what they can do in the off season. So let's let's just start with the Vikings defense. I'm gonna list off all of their starters and backups. So the Vikings have a three four defense, which was new when uh, Kevin O'Connell and I'm not going to say his name because I'm not going to say our old defensive coordinator's name because I hated him because we had the worst defense in the league. So while well, our new guy, Brian Flores, I am really excited to see what he can do. And okay, let's, let's get right into it. So left defensive end with Dean Lowry, nose tackle with Curious Tonga, Right defensive end with Harrison Phillips. Left outside linebacker with Daniil Hunter. Weak side linebacker Jordan Hicks. Middle linebacker Brian Asamoa. Right outside linebacker Marcus Davenport. Left cornerback uh, Andrew Booth. Strong safety Harrison Smith. Front safety Cameron Bynum. Right cornerback Caleb, uh, Caleb Evans. And then nickelback with... Byron Murphy. So let's let's just talk about this real quick. So obviously, the Vikings co- secondary. We lost three of our cor- of our starting corners to free agency. Patrick Peterson, who is now on the Steelers, Cameron Dantzler, who is now on the Commanders, and then Duke Shelley, who is on the Raiders. So obviously if you're seeing guys like a Caleb Evans and Andrew Booth on this on the starting team, that is a little bit of a problem just cuz they barely played at all last year. They were both injured and I think that is I think it's a huge issue that they've only signed one corner in free agency. Obviously they're going to target that position in the draft and hopefully bring back Chandon Sullivan because he was a good slot cornerback guy but the thing with corner is it's so hard to know like if it's if a guy that maybe excelled in college if he's gonna be good in the league because a lot of the a lot of these wide receivers like in the new age of them they're just really fast really showy and that's kind of hard to guard. And if I'm being honest, the Vikings corners 
did pretty horrible in really any coverage. Yeah, they had a ton of interceptions when it really mattered, but our defense was just it was just bad. And that will that will that will get better if we can just get literally anybody in our cornerback room. Obviously, we signed Byron Murphy, but that's just not going to be enough to fill the void of corners. And then looking on our backups, like Cologne Barnes and Tagout, no. They are not starters in any way in this league. They're probably third or fourth stringers. And it's just it's just a little annoying that the Vikings haven't really done anything to fix that because of how many players they lost and that they weren't able to re-sign any of them. So it'll be I I they're obviously gonna have to go corner in the first round of the draft. Maybe take Cam Smith. This is the probably the most talent corner heavy draft in a very long time. And yeah, like they're kind of screwed over if they don't take corner in the in at least two spots in the draft. All of the other spots in on their team or on this defense on this defense, it's it's looking pretty good. I'm going to get into all of these groups and talk in depth about all of them, but like I don't see too many problems for any of the positions besides corner. And if they don't do anything to solve the that the current problem of cornerbacks, I think like Shaman Kwesi Mensa, our general manager, he should be I know we're in we have no cap space right now, but we're gonna have to do something about it and it's gonna probably happen in the draft and then maybe one more trade. I can I can see a trade going down for maybe a a like a cornerback two behind Byron Murphy and then have Cam Smith at the three. But yeah, cornerbacks, it's not looking it's not looking good. Let's move on. Let's talk about the other part of our of our secondary safety position. So we have we have a heck of a good safety group. Harrison Smith, Cameron Bynum, Josh Metellus, and Louis Cine. This is like when I see this, I'm like, any of those guys could start at any moment and I wouldn't be scared to death about that, about them. Maybe not having like Lewis Seen and Josh Metellus on the starting at once just because they're both backups. But I, I am really, really confident that all of these guys can make huge plays for our team. Obviously, Harrison Smith has had a heck of a career. He's going to be retiring soon. But they do have young guys in Josh Metellus, Lewis Cine, and Cameron Bynum. So I think... I don't think they're going to target this group like at all in the draft. They might take they might take one that just sits around for a little bit, maybe plays special teams and then when Harrison Smith retires, he can play the safety the front safe or the strong safety number 3 spot or just backup strong safety. But I just I just 
I just like this safety group just so much. I think it's such a strong group of people. They all they all have really good personalities. And yeah, and most of these guys, like Cameron Bynum, he kind of shot onto the scene. He was like, he got a call a day before the Chargers game. Yeah, you're going to start. It's, it's, it's you. And then he got a pick the very next day. And Josh Metellus, he's had, or in the Lions game, he had an opportunity to seal the game, and then he dropped it, and then he had another opportunity, and then he won it. And then set probably, I think it was the loudest moment in U.S. Bank. Not, I want to say history, but that's probably not true. Because uh, it was it was 146 decibels when he picked off Jared Goff for the win. So yeah, finishing off this group, I think, or just wrapping this up, I think they have a really strong group and it will be a really strong group for a long time just because of these main four guys. Moving on to the linebacker position. So our linebackers right now, the main eight are Daniil Hunter, Jordan Hicks, Brian Osamoa, Marcus Davenport, Zadarius Smith, Troy Reader, Troy Dye, and DJ Wanham. I think the only guy, the only two on this team that can't start right away are Troy Reader and Troy Dye. Troy Dye has been under Eric Kendricks pretty much his whole career with us. I... <laughs> He's kind of a lookalike. He's kind of a lookalike to him, but I just don't think he's a starter like right now. Just because of who we have, like if we didn't have Brian Osamoa playing the middle linebacker position, I think he Troy Die would have the start. But then, but Brian Brian Osamoa is here, and he he's gonna have the start because he had a great rookie season. He had some opportunities, head of fumble or he had a forced fumble and a fumble recovery in the new year's eve game that i was at against the giants which was pretty fun to see and then had a couple other big plays too so then troy reader the only other guy i think that can't be a starter or yeah he he's we signed him he's from the chargers yeah, it's it's just a depth thing again. Like we have so many guys that are just so good and I do believe he's going to be more on the special team side of it if they can utilize if if they can't util, utilize his skill set to be on there, then he will just be a backup weak side linebacker to Jordan Hicks. So yeah, these are the two guys I know that won't start that I know that will not be starters right away. But then let's talk about the starting linebackers, Daniil Hunter, Jordan Hicks, Brian Osamoa, and Marcus Davenport. So Daniil Hunter has been on this team for a pretty good amount of time. He's He's been a star for like the majority of it. And yeah, I, I really like him. He's going to be on this team if they can sign him for a pretty good amount of time. I don't really have too much to say about him. He's just he's just a really good he's just a really good linebacker. That's that's all there really is to talk about. Then Jordan Hicks, we signed him in free agency last year. He was from the Arizona Cardinals. I was kind of just think it was 
the two guys that I was like pretty excited about were Zadarius Smith and Jordan Hicks. They were our new additions at the linebacker position. And he was, oh, I, I think he was the leading tackler of the Vikings last year. He was just, yeah, he was on the field for like 99% of the time. And yeah, I, I really liked watching him. He had some pretty good plays because he's, he's a big guy, so he can play the weak side linebacker position pretty well. And yeah, he'll be he'll be here for a, at least one more year. That's when his contract goes through. I can see them signing him back because he is he is like a smaller name guy, so he he shouldn't require too much money. Basically, enabling us to sign him back if he wants a large contract. Like we don't exactly have a ton of cap space. So we probably are just going to have to release him if he wants a ton of money. But yeah, overall, Jordan Hicks, great guy to have. Next up with middle, the starting middle linebacker, Brian Asamoa. So he was a, he was a rookie last year, and he, he's just one of those guys. He has a great personality, great worth, work ethic got some chances to make big plays, and he made big plays. But I just don't know if he has the, if he just has the size and the skill set to be a starter. Like, but looking back on the middle linebacker position, there isn't much depth just having Troy die there. So I think he's the next best. And then... He's just the best guy at that position. They might go out and draft someone to take off Troy Dye's spot. But yeah, Brian Asamoah, pretty good starter. I don't think he would be a starter on 15 other teams that have really strong linebacker cores, but he's a starter on our team. And that's really all that matters. And then the last starting linebacker on this team, Marcus Davenport. So... He, we haven't really seen too much of him. He's from the Saints. We picked him up off of free agency. He only had a half sack last year, but he had nine the year before that. So that's pretty promising. I'm hoping with his speed and and his height that he can make pretty big plays for us. But he's just another guy that we're not going to really know too much until we see him play week one. And he will be a edge rusher, which is always I I just love watching edge rushers. I think I think it's the besides wide receiver the coolest position to watch and study, just because how they can evade and just go right through an offensive tackle, aka the strongest position on that line. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to say to see him play. I'm very excited for it. But yeah, again, there's just a there's a lot of unknown with him. But then again, he is a starter and he will hopefully produce starting numbers. Now, going back to the backups, I guess, or there's only really two. You could probably put these guys in the starting position and they do just fine. Left outside linebacker Zadarius Smith from the Green Bay Packers and right outside linebacker DJ Wanham. So starting with Zadarius Smith, 
he was a heck of a fun player to watch in the first half of the season. Obviously, that first game against Green Bay, his former team, that was so much fun to watch him play against his former teammate, Aaron Rodgers. He had, I think, two sacks and a fumble. So that, yeah, it was... He he's just a he has he just has a great character, really fun to watch, really fun edge rusher. There there have been some talk about him wanting to get released, but then the Vikings just like declined that somehow. So he should be back. And I do believe he is more of a third down guy. We saw him do that in the Cowboys game where he would just sit out for first and second, and then went on third down when they needed a big play, they would just throw him on the edge. I can see them doing that, maybe taking Marcus Davenport out for third downs, putting him in. Like, we don't really know too much, but yeah, great, great guy and great edge rusher. Now, the last player that I'm going to be talking about for the linebackers is DJ Wanham. The thing about him is, I don't ex- like he's never really highlighted too much. Obviously, he's an outside linebacker, so he does he does matter, but it's just he's he's just not a starter. And with with who we have on the outside linebacker position, which is it's, I might I must say it is always good to have depth. It, it's so important, especially when these injuries start piling up towards the end of the season. The Vikings got pretty lucky last year. Didn't have to deal with too many injuries. But yeah, then again, he's a good guy to have for depth. And they will keep him around for a pretty good amount of time. So now let's finish this off talking about our defensive line. The starters on this are Dean Lowry, Curious Tonga, and Harrison Phillips. So, I think this is a below-average defensive line. There's not really any guys that just stick out to you when you read that list. Like, Dean Lowry, I don't think he got too much starting. Curious Tonga, towards the end of the season, he got a lot more starting opportunities. But he he wasn't really a starter at the start of the season. And he wasn't really that good at the start of the season. But... They signed him to a new deal. They signed him to a starting contract starting contract deal. So yeah. He he should play pretty good at the nose tackle position. But enough talking about him. Let's go over to the right defensive end, Harrison Phillips. So he was he was from the Buffalo Bills just watching like NFL all access and field pass. It's it's just so fun to hear about his character and just about his, like, I don't really know how to word this, but just, like, he's just a good guy, and I can see him getting the the captain patch on his uniform next season. He's He's a good leader. He's a good just, like, I wouldn't put him at starter guaranteed, but he, they, but the Vikings did sign him to a starting deal last year, and he eventually, and he did produce pretty good numbers. 
had a lot of he was a really good he was really good at stopping the run and I think he'll be even better this next year with a new defensive scheme with um Brian Flores getting hired. Now I'm not going to talk too much about these guys, but the backup defensive linemen are Asezi Otamewu, Jonathan Bullard, and James Lynch. I don't know too much about James Lynch or Asezi Otamewu. They are just, I know they are more of just backup guys that don't really see the field too much. Maybe that's just a special teams thing, but yeah. I don't I can't really talk too much about these guys just cuz I have n- like barely any clue who they are. But yeah. So those two guys, there's just depth for the defensive lo- the, the, the defensive end position and then like obviously you have guys like Ross Blacklock that are also there for depth. But yeah. I'm not I'm not going to talk too much about this, but I want to talk about Jonathan Bullard, our backup nose tackle. So he's a former Atlanta Falcon. I I want to say he was signed to us last offseason. I could be wrong, though. But, yeah, he's he's a good guy to have on the backup. He might split the nose tackle position with Curious Tonga. I can, I can really see that happening. He's just, he's a big guy, and you need to be really big to play the nose tackle position. Obviously, we lost Dalvin Tomlinson to free agency. He's now a Brown, so I guess good for him chasing a better contract. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a tough position to to or a tough void to fill. Dalvin Tomlinson was a a very good defensive tackle. We just didn't have the money. Like we're, I think, still in in the negatives of cap space. So yeah, just Jonathan Bullard, good guy to have on your, for depth. We'll probably split the field with Curious Tonga, but we'll, we'll see. Like a lot of this is just like a, we'll see. There's not too much to say yet, just cause like mini camps and, uh, practice hasn't started yet, but yeah, it'll it'll be cool to see what this defense can do. A lot of new faces, a lot of guys that maybe like especially at the corner position haven't seen the field too much that are gonna. But yeah, so let me know what you think about our starting defense and backup defense. And then let me know who you think the Vikings are going to draft in the first and third round basically the only positions that will have an effect on our team. So hope you enjoyed this episode of the Skull Football Talk Show. Have a good day. See you in the next one.